There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day I figured this was an appropriate tune to play to bring in my first guest today. You may know him from the Paging Mr. Morrow YouTube page. I'm honored enough to call him a friend of mine. Welcome to the program, Nate. Nate, how are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Wanted to bring you in because there's been a lot going on in Orlando and just in general for tourism as of late, as the country opens up more. So I wanted to bring you on because not only do you cover a lot of Disney, but also the Orlando theme park area. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the changes that have occurred over the past couple of weeks. We saw Universal was the first to say, hey, you know what? Don't have to wear a mask anymore. Disney followed suit a couple of weeks later. How's it been down there? And what's the vibe down there now that uh, you can go maskless in a majority of places? Oh, it's like super excitement everywhere you go. You definitely see a lot more crowds and people coming back. And honestly, I mean, it's it's a great feeling. I mean, uh, I feel like when Disney shut down in the beginning, uh, it was kind of a, a part in Orlando where everyone was like, "Wait a second, this is this is big time here." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it got real in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and now people are just happy to be back. I mean, they're 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 visiting from all over the country here. How has it been your experience? You've kind of you know, with your YouTube channel, documented it from the beginnings of the reopening to now. Take us through that process and along the way, um, compliance. Did you see any pushback at any parks in particular? And it seemed like Disney was always the most hesitant to move to that next level. Yeah, uh, Disney first started off, and they were really trying to keep the magic alive with the guests, and they were trying not to be subtle with, you know, masks and stuff like that. But as it progressed and people started pushing back, they needed to step their game up, and they did. I mean, uh, it went from we kindly suggest you wear a mask or we kindly suggest that you wear a mask. That if you don't wear a mask, you will be ejected from the park. You know what I mean? So it has evolved, and, I mean, we evolved itself in the – the time period. I remember when the parks first reopened, uh, I remember going there and meeting up with friends and kind of like standing 10 feet away from them. I'm having a conversation like <laughs> right. uh, on Main Street USA, like standing on both sides of Main Street USA. <laughs> How are you? <ya?" Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it's definitely, you know what I mean? It, it went from you know, what we went through to now, uh, Main Street USA is crowded. People are walking up and down, no mask. The cast members are still wearing masks. Um, and hopefully Disney's going to lift them soon for them. Uh, I know that some of the uh, uh, outside transportation don't have to wear a mask. Now, this is all on the pretext that you are fully vaccinated. Right, right. Right. We're joined by uh, Nate from Paging Mr. Morrow. Find him on YouTube, all the other different social medias as well. Uh, how about your comfortability level as you documented all of this for, you know, your viewers and everything else? Was there any at any time during this entire kind of process, did you feel uncomfortable in situations in theme parks or you always feel very safe when you were there? I always felt uh, really safe, actually. I mean, for the most part, I mean, when it first reopened, um, I didn't come in contact with anybody, and I still got to ride rides and kind of just enjoy, like, a empty theme park, and it was amazing. I mean, 
honestly. And even like waiting in line, I never came within like 10 feet. You know what I mean? Right. Like the first opening phase, it was, and ride vehicles. So like you never rode with anyone else. You had your own ride vehicle. You know, I think uh, riding Rise of the Resistance by myself is such a fun feeling or right. even um, roller coasters. They only put like three or four groups on a whole train and like you were separated by two or three different seats. So it was really fun and enjoyable. And I always felt safe, actually. Do you feel now uh, that it's more the traditional Disney experience now with the the mask being lifted and being able to be not be worn on rides and everything else? I mean, yeah, uh, I feel like it's definitely more or less the, what, you know, we've always expected coming to Disney. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, I missed. I'm going to miss the way Disney was. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I, I really love having not to wear the face mask, but I felt like it was a luxury. Like, you know what I mean? To be yeah. able to ride rides with no one on them, mm-hmm. uh, have certain nights where the park was just completely empty and you could just walk about and just look at all the amazing details you never looked at before. All of that's starting to go away because people are starting to feel more comfortable. They're coming back down, and that's great. We need that for you know the economy. We need it for Florida itself as well. Talking with Nate from uh, Paging Mr. Marl, the YouTube channel. I, I do want to talk a little bit about the vlogging, and you talk about people coming back and feeling, feeling more comfortable. There was an incident just two days ago uh, at, a, at the Living with the Land, a, a great ride there at Epcot, where... An individual oh, yeah. individual got out of the boat to try to grab a cucumber. Uh, do you feel, because of social media and TikTok and everything else, you're having to compete with more and more people who are doing more outrageous things just to try to get their 15 minutes of fame? Well, um, I mean, not so, because I feel like a lot of that stuff has been going on for a long time in the Disney parks. Uh, it's just that there wasn't a social media outlet to broadcast it. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, I feel like that's not much of like a Disney creator. That was just somebody who wanted to do something fun to put out a TikTok video. And it's dangerous. I mean, you can lose uh, from the video. It looked like she could have lost a leg there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but I feel like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like a double dare. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the Christmas story. Someone dared her to do it and she couldn't say no is what you're saying. Yeah, and I think you definitely should have said no. Right. Or I mean, even I don't even know if somebody double dared her. Right. I mean, whatever the case scenario is, she probably definitely shouldn't have done that. From where you started to where you are now, how different has it become for you? And have you seen more people trying to start these YouTube pages because they've seen the success maybe you and some others have had who started, you know, before it became kind of in vogue to have a YouTube page? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think it's uh, a really awesome experience. I mean, mostly I think it all starts, uh, especially within like theme park vlogging itself, is capturing your own memories to share with friends and family. That's how it worked for me. And then people see that themselves and think, you know, hey, I can do that. And they go out and try it and they feel comfortable and they're like, wow, I really like that. And it kind of just rolls with it. So I definitely see a lot of people coming down, you know, starting up channels and vlogging and i also see people that just vlog their vacation just you know live live a regular normal life and then once they go on vacation they get to just uh, capture all the moments and they put it out there for people to see 
kind of like we've always done, but instead of home movies, it's yeah, sharing. YouTube vlogs. Yeah, and it, to your point, it allows a family to see it, uh, you know, in real time, and it kind of almost experience it with you, even though they're not there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what was it like the first time someone stopped you and recognized you from your YouTube channel? Oh, I thought they got me for the wrong person. <laughs> I remember that actually. Yeah, it was my uh, actually. I'll never forget. His name is Jerry. And I, I walked into Polynesian. And he was like, "Hey, a PG Mister Bar." I was like, "Is there another one?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "I was like, you know." And I didn't even have a lot of followers. I only had, honestly, probably a hundred, maybe two hundred subscribers. So out of those two hundred people, I just ran into <laughs> one of them at a Polynesian <laughs> lounge, what and is- it was amazing i was like wow <laughs> and i've kind of uh tried to hang out with him every time he comes down now uh i seen him this past trip nice. and uh we were supposed to meet up but we didn't able to cross paths but i ran into him and i was like oh i'm so happy to see you and it was great you know it's been three or four years now so that's awesome very cool stuff. Uh, I know we're, you're a very busy guy. We appreciate the time. Before we let you go, though, a lot of big announcements early this morning from Disney uh, pertaining to the 50th anniversary coming up October 1st. You're going to have some tough choices to document, my friend. A new fireworks spectacular at Magic Kingdom and at Epcot on the exact same day. Do we have an insight of oh, what yeah. you may choose? Which one over the other? I'm really excited for Harmonious. I mean, uh, Epcot... Uh, well, Illuminations was such a uh, like a soft spot for me. I loved Illuminations, and for Disney to take it away, but at least replace it with what they say is the largest nighttime show they'll ever make. I'm excited to see what that is. So, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to be for Harmonious all the way. Well, Nate, appreciate the time. Where can people find you? What is the obviously paging Mr. Morrow, the YouTube channel? But where can they find you on the various social medias? Oh, yeah. Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of it's paging Mr. Morrow. Awesome. I'm well, all over. <laughs> yes, you are. And I always appreciate you taking the time to uh, hang out with uh, Jen and I when we're down there. We always look forward to seeing you. Uh, it brings a whole nother level. Yeah, it's always, it brings an extra <laughs> level of the Disney magic, and you do it every day via your, your vlogs, and we appreciate you for that. Oh, thank you, guys. All right. That is, Nate, appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you here, I'm sure, as we get uh, more and more news about the 50th. We'll have you back on the program. Sounds perfect. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Of course. That is Nate, my friend. Honored to call him a friend from the Paging Mr. Morrow YouTube.